0: What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to episode two of season two. And this week, because I won the quiz last week, we get to talk about Mandy from 2018. Mm-hmm. And yes, I we do.
1: And- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm not that mad that I lost the trivia because we got to talk about, uh, or get to talk about a pretty good movie.
0: Yeah, exactly, and um yeah, this is a Shutter exclusive, and I haven't watched it since it first came out. So I I wanted another excuse to watch it, even though you don't really need an excuse. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie.
1: Yeah, um, I think I watched it uh, for the first time last year, sometime maybe like I don't know, in the summer, maybe.
0: Yeah, I ended up getting a Blu-ray. I think I got it off Amazon. Like earlier this year, and I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet. So,
1: okay, nice, nice.
0: I was happy to do so.
1: Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) All right, man. Are you thirsty? I'm thirsty.
1: Yeah, I mean, you go ahead and crack it. (laughs) I maybe I am. I pre-cracked mine already, but they're thinking about it. To be honest.
0: Well, premature crackulation, eh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just got done recording with the uh, Porcelain Peak Boys, and I'm already one beer deep, so I was uh, excited to crack another.
0: There you go. Brooks. getting litty like a titty tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. What have you been up to this past week?
1: Uh, not very much at all, to be honest. Uh, I haven't really watched any movies uh just been kind of watching modern family a bit um i did watch uh the midsummer director's cut uh 4k finally and yes, uh, nice. man it's it's a gorgeous movie holy shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to watch it
1: yeah and like there is quite a bit that the director cut like director's cut adds into it um oh yeah it doesn't really make it like any worse or better it just kind of gives more backstory to some of the characters and stuff like that um yeah and somehow christian christian is even more of a dickhead in that in that version so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah that's pretty much all i've been watching this week
0: all right well fuck that movie probably took you almost a week to watch anyways
1: yeah exactly
0: isn't the director's cut like three hours long or longer?
1: Yeah, I think it's three hours.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I haven't been watching too, too much either. I've been playing my PlayStation quite a bit this week, but uh, I finished Wayne. I ended up finishing that night, like the night that we re- finished recording our last episode. I fucking binged the last oh, four did? episodes of it. Yeah, nice. I was up way too yeah, late watching it.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think we watched like three episodes now. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, I watched Blood Vessel, which is a new one that's on Shutter.
1: <clears throat> oh, okay.
0: Um. Yeah, the cover like really drew me in. It looks fucking cool. Uh. Yeah. And it was actually n- not a bad movie. Like I was pretty pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It's not a great movie, but it's a lot better than I expected yeah. it to be nice um i started watching truth seekers i think i've watched two episodes of that which is uh oh nice yeah nick frost and simon Pegg. it's on amazon Prime. yeah yeah
1: How's it's pretty that?
0: good it's actually it's fucking pretty creepy actually oh really I was surprised yeah um the first episode there's like a couple parts where i was like damn i was not expecting this
1: is it like them like acting or is it like them going to real haunted places
0: no they're they're acting
1: oh okay okay
0: like nick frost he plays like a i don't know like an internet installation guy i guess kind of thing but like on the side he does paranormal activity shit Mm. but uh yeah i recommend it it's pretty good
1: yeah, I was going to say, uh, definitely going to start it here soon,
0: I think. Nice. And lastly, I watched uh, Rabid, which uh, we actually just talked about very briefly on our recording with Porcelain <laughs> Peak for the trivia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we could have got four questions <laughs> right if I would have just fucking said what I thought it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. I really enjoy it. Um, I can't remember where it's on. I, might be on Crave, I think. Actually, I don't know if you can get oh, okay. Crave down in the states, or if it's just up here in Canada. But
1: I think it's I, in Canada.
0: Uh, yeah, like just in Canada.
1: I think so. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh well. I'm sure you can find it somewhere else. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good movie. I recommend watching it. Um, again, not a like fucking ten out of ten, but it's yeah. pleasantly surprising.
1: Nice. I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. All right. And yeah, I mean, like I said, I've been playing my PS5 quite a bit this week. Haven't really dove too deep into shit. I've just been playing some of those games with Brady and just kind of fooling around with it, seeing what it can do and what I can do with it. Damn. Might dive back into Demon's Souls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much of that have you played?
0: Uh, One night. And I got really mad and I said, fuck this. And I said, <laughs> fair enough.
1: Fair enough. But
0: I'm off. I'm off this weekend. So I might fucking dive into it again. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Fair.
0: <clears throat> All right. Uh, so that leads us into our content creators corner. And this week we are going to be dropping a promo from the homies of horror. Uh they're fairly new podcasts i think they started back in august but uh they're definitely making some making some waves in the horror community um i've listened to quite a few of their episodes and they're pretty fucking good man i definitely recommend checking them out and uh they were kind enough to send us a little promo so here it is
1: what's up homies i'm erica and i'm roshane jay And we are Homies of Horror. Two friends I like to shoot the shit about different horror movies. And we would love for you guys to come and hang out with us every single Monday when our new episodes drop. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or if you want to catch us live, you can check us out on Twitch at 6pm on Mondays. The link to that is in our social media, which is at Homies of Horror on Everything. And we can't wait to hang out with you homies soon.
0: Bye. And okay. So like I said, that was the homies of horror. Check them out. They're on Instagram. Great people to talk to. They're posting constantly. Um, They have some really cool content up there. And a lot of their episodes are on some pretty fucking cool movies. So definitely recommend listening to them. Yep. And with that being said, are we ready to start our episode?
1: Let's do it.
0: So, like I said in the intro this week, we're talking about Mandy from 2018, the Shudder exclusive that uh, was probably one of the more popular movies of 2018, I think, Definitely. in the horror community yeah. anyways.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think it went to theaters too, didn't it?
0: Did in it? some places. Thought, oh, maybe. Like after Shudder or?
1: No, I feel, I don't know. I feel like it was... In theaters for like a couple places, I don't know, or maybe
0: not. I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: I thought it was an exclusive. Might just be. Might just be talking
1: shit right now, but fucking blown
0: it out your ass. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: So the synopsis: the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen, propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. <sighs> all in one breath.
1: Like a up, yeah, it kind of <laughs> sounds like a fucked up fairy tale.
0: It does in a way. Yeah. 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 A little more brutal than a than a Cinderella story, but
1: <laughs> yeah. When you add Nick Cage in the mix, you know, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, this movie is directed by. Panos Cosmatos. And that is arguably the coolest name I've ever heard in my life.
1: Yeah, that's quite the name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming he's Greek. I haven't really looked too far into him, but it sounds like a Greek name.
1: Yeah, I'd say.
0: And uh, he has only wrote and directed this movie and a movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow from 2010. And uh, he hasn't really done much else in in cinema oh no. no he hasn't uh, i think he was he was in like an electrical department or an art department or something like that on another movie and that's pretty much it yeah yeah but i mean what he did with this movie i really hope i see him in some other or doing some other shit in the future because i mean he has an eye for it that's for sure
1: <clears throat> yeah for sure and it was uh, produced by Elijah Wood as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. I meant to write that down, but I forgot, but uh, his beyond the black rainbow movie, it almost sounds like pretty much the same type of movie. Like it's another hippie cult kind of thing, but uh, okay, I haven't seen it or heard of it. I just kind of clicked on it on IMDb just to see what it was all about. And yeah, it yeah <laughs> pretty much sounds like this one. So I, I don't know if he has like an affinity for the cult or like religious cults or something. I don't know, but
1: yeah, I'm not for sure. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> and it stars the one and only Nicholas Cage, and he played Red. Hell yeah! Now I'm gonna throw a, a sorry for a little loop
1: because.
0: Yeah it's Nicolas Cage. Everybody knows who Nicolas Cage is. They know his movies, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to go through a movie list. So I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite (laughs) Nicolas Cage movie?
1: You know, I was prepared for this question because I was going to ask you the same thing. (laughs) All right, sweet. (laughs) Um, so mine is kind of a toss up between two movies. Um, one being a good movie and one being a not-so-great uh, good movie. <laughs> so okay. um, it's toss-up between uh, National Treasure and okay. Face-Off. Nice. Yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah.
0: Two good movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What so you? which
0: one's your not-good movie? Face-Off. <laughs> really? Okay.
1: Like it's, Man, it's, I. I was just so like cheesy and funny. It's like he takes his face off. <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, just like the it, it's the, like scenario of it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of his more like weirder roles.
1: Yeah, definitely. What's your answer? But to
0: that? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I had a tough time with this one because he like I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan. I pretty much love every movie that I've seen him in. Um, yeah, but you did a toss up a two, so I'm gonna do a toss up a two because I have five written down here <laughs> that I was gonna. Kinda, Jesus like, go Christ! <laughs> wow. Um, the first one is The Rock with uh, Sean Connery and him. Yeah. And my next one is Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: Nice. Nice. Classic.
0: It is. I love that movie. I don't care. Like it gets shit on here and there, but I think it's fucking great.
1: Yeah. Um, did you ever watch uh, Mom and Dad? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, uh, wasn't that great, but just the one scene of him in the basement, like smashing the pool table was like all time Nick yeah. Cage.
0: <laughs> yeah he's yeah. great in that one too it was a lot better than I expected it to be
1: yeah yeah agreed
0: alright uh, next is Andrea Riseborough or Reese Saburo. I don't know how to pronounce her last name but she played Mandy and mm-hmm. she is in Waco uh, Birdman yeah. yeah, Oblivion uh, The Grudge Remake from 2020 or 2019, whatever year that came out this year, last year, I can't remember. And uh, Nocturnal Animals. <clears throat> she looks so yeah. different in this one compared to what she looks like in those other roles.
1: Oh my God, same. Like I was looking at her IMDb and I saw 000, um, it's that Amazon oh yeah. Prime show. And yeah. like I was like, damn, that's her. Like she looks, <laughs> even Bettina, Bettina was looking at her IMDb, IMDb and she's like, wow, she looks really gorgeous with, like, her red hair and stuff, like her natural hair color.
0: Yeah. Because, like, in Mandy, she, like, I don't want to say she's ugly, but there's, like, something about her that's, like, I don't know, it's, like, oddly attractive, but, like, she's not attractive. I don't know what it is about her in Mandy, but it's just, like, <laughs> she she looks so yeah. different from this to those other roles.
1: She does. She does
0: but like she's got a big scar across her eye in Mandy. And like, I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed it whenever there's one scene, she's coming out of the water and her one eye, like the color part of it looks way bigger than the other one. So I was trying to look on her trivia on IMDb to see if she had like some sort of condition with her eyes and there was nothing. Yeah. So then I was kind of thinking, okay, maybe I'm just seeing shit, but I'm like, I swear it's there. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I didn't notice anything uh, different like, like that.
0: If you watch it again, pay attention to them and just see if I'm crazy or not. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, next up is Linus Roach. He played Jeremiah and he's from Batman Begins nonstop. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick Vikings and Homeland and uh he's another one like i've watched vikings and like i didn't had no clue it was the same guy because he plays the king in vikings
1: that's uh, insane is he the guy that gets uh the fucking blood eagle done to him
0: i think so maybe yeah i think
1: i think it is that's
0: hilarious because 'Cause on IMDB he's he's King something. I can't remember what the name was.
1: Yeah, I think he is the guy, that guy, yeah. And uh yeah. I forget what what podcast it was that covered this movie. I think it was like last year, but I think they mentioned that this guy is like actually in a cult in like real life. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's fucked. I forget. Yeah, I don't know if like I did look it up, but I just remember something like that yeah. hearing
0: that. Well that's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and lastly I have Ned Denehy and he played Brother Swan. Uh, he's in Good Quite Omens Peaky yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, he's in Good Omens, Peaky Blinders, and Guns Akimbo.
1: Yeah, he has a very familiar face
0: yeah he did I'm gonna need to, like I don't I need to go back and check him out in peaky blinders I'm trying to remember who he would have been
1: I he looks like a guy that plays one of the gypsies
0: mm. all right yeah maybe that's who it was then uh and I have two honorable mentions I don't know do you have anybody else all right
1: no, I looked up to see if there's anyone that I could uh, name off, but it uh, really wasn't for me. No.
0: Come on, dude. Bill Duke from Predator.
1: Okay, okay.
0: The black guy. Yeah, that was one of my. Uh,
1: yeah, I know that was one of my trivia questions. So I was trying to uh, stray, oh, like, stray past. Shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck that up for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. I got a few. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, Richard Brake like is 90... also in this too.
1: Yeah, there was like oh. a 90% chance that quash- that was going to come up in this discussion. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, Richard Brake is also in this and he played, uh... fuck, what was his name? He was in 31, like Rob Zombie's movie. I can't remember what his name was yeah like doom doom head or something i think
1: it was yeah something like that but uh bill duke looks so like like old and just like oh man he did not look that great to be honest
0: no he didn't because like the last time i saw him was obviously in predator because we just watched that not that long ago and he's fucking jacked in that yeah. movie yeah, you see him in this, and the skin's like falling off of him.
1: <laughs> I don't. I was like, "Damn, man!"
0: <laughs> he's not hanging out with Arnold enough, apparently.
1: No, he's not. Just uh, losing his mind with fucking Nicholas Cage.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, Richard Break. It is Doomhead that—that's the character's name from Thirty One. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, if you don't have anybody, that's I'm good to move on to the movie discussion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, how fitting is it that uh, Red is a lumberjack?
0: <laughs> yeah, really, eh?
1: <laughs> yeah. So Canadian, even though it's like kind of a stereotype. <laughs> 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 yeah. And like the, um, the whole like opening of uh, of the movie is like it's like slow to get into it, but you just like sit back and like appreciate what it is, you know?
0: Yeah, and uh, I was talking to Michael from We Love Horror, and before he knew that <laughs> we were going to be covering this movie, he was like, "I was because I had posted in my Instagram story that uh, that I was watching it." He's like, oh, I hate that yeah. movie, and I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, it's so slow, and I was like, fuck, like I remember it being slow, but like in the second half, it fucking it picks up. But like as I was watching it for this, yeah. I was like really appreciating mm-hmm. that that slow first half, and I talk about it more in my review later on. But yeah. I don't know, I just like I I have such an appreciation for how they set this movie up because it yeah. It really does set it up for why Nicolas Cage just goes like absolutely batshit crazy towards the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like it's just so it's like artsy, but like not artsy. I don't know. It's 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 a different breed of movie, I think. Yeah. It's just
0: it's a psychedelic trip. Like the whole movie you're supposed to feel like you're fucking tripping on LSD.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, I was trying to pinpoint when this movie, like, took place, and I think it's in, like, the 80s, because at, like, one point, um, Red is listening to the radio and has, like, Ronald Reagan, like, addressing something.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I kind of miss that, because I was kind of wondering, like, what era this was, too, because like they don't have cell phones or anything like that so i was assuming it was older but at the same time they're out in the wilderness so maybe they didn't want yeah. cell phones like they live in seclusion so i could i would be able to understand mm-hmm. if they didn't want cell phones and social media and all that bullshit too yeah but and yeah, like my my i caught on to that
1: yeah my like first watch of it i was like thinking like is this like i didn't really understand the movie that much but like my second viewing, like a first viewing, I didn't. I thought maybe it was like a another world, possibly. Oh yeah. But I think yeah, I think uh, I think it's like set in like the the in the United States in like the eighties, possibly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can. Definitely- and they
1: captured it really well, like with like aesthetically as well, like the colors and like everything.
0: Hmm. I found the color like. They use like color filters on the cameras. I'm assuming I I don't know. I'm not a cinematographer, but I would assume that's how they got that effect. But like they changed the color and the hue of the the camera work to like fit the mood that's going on too.
1: Yeah, like whenever
0: whenever things are a bit happier, like everything's kind of bluish or purple and then like whenever shit starts to hit the fan, everything kind of just starts turning red throughout the second yeah, half of that's it. a
1: really good point actually because like whenever red and mandy are like in bed and they're like sick ass bedroom which is like their house mm. is so cool looking um when they're like together like cuddling like sleeping like the outside of the house like the window area is like kind of like blue and like light
0: yeah. but
1: then whenever shit like goes down it's like this red and like even bettina was like she didn't she didn't really like the movie that much. like she just thought it was super weird and she liked laughing at it. but uh I think she even appreciated it too because she was like, how do they get the colors for this movie?
0: There was one scene too like well, it's whenever they they get kidnapped and like <laughs> I want to bring it up because the lights in the bedroom are just going completely fucking crazy. and I'm watching and yeah. I'm like, how are they not waking up from this? Like it is like full on I static know. electricity lights flashing and flickering. And like, it's loud. It sounds like they're in the middle of like an electrical storm.
1: Yeah. Unless like that wasn't actually like happening in there. It was just like the camera for like effect or something.
0: Yeah, maybe that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you think of uh reds knock, knock joke?
0: Uh, I can't He's remember like, how it went, knock, but I remember knock. laughing about it.
1: Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Who's it? Okay, knock, knock. All right. Who's it? Eric Estrada. Oh yeah, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. <laughs> Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> 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 just like his delivery of it, it was just like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I liked about this movie, too. Like, you believed that they were in a relationship. Yeah. And, like... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, they have that, like, that playfulness whenever they're talking. But then they have, like, really serious moments, too, where she's talking about her childhood and stuff like that. And then, like, it... (sighs) it really shows what a relationship would have been like prior to all the technology that we have today. Like they're not sitting on their cell phones. Like they're, they're watching a movie together and they're like both focused on the movie or they're hanging out outside by a fire. They're swimming in the lake or whatever it is. Like they're just spending Mm -hmm. good quality time together without any sort of outside interruptions.
1: Yeah. Because at one point when they're like cuddling as well, uh Red says like, oh, like we should leave this place or something. And Mandy mm-hmm. says, No, like I light I love it here. It's a little uh like home away from everything.
0: Yeah. And that conversation that they had, like it made me wonder how long they'd been there for.
1: Yeah. Because they're not married, because in on their INDB they have different last names, so they're not married, yeah. but uh yeah, you would think they'd be there for a little while, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just, like, a little summer getaway or anything like that.
1: No, no.
0: Because she, she works. Like, she's working at a gas station that's obviously not far from there because she walks. Yeah. And he obviously yeah. works some, somewhat in the area.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, in the opening, in this scene as well, in, like, the opening, you can just see how much Red is in love with Mandy. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't have to say anything. You can to see it in his, like, the way he looks at her and stuff. hmm
0: Yeah. And I saw a piece of trivia, too, that, uh, like, his 14-year marriage ended, like, super abruptly, like, right before they started filming this. Oh, really? So, he, like, he was using those emotions in his portrayal of Red in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: um, Like he was, like his anger and sadness and shit like that, it like really came out in that second half. That's why he was able to like just go full-blown fucking psycho. Yeah. Because he hadn't, he said that he hadn't had that release of emotions yet and he was using that for his performance.
1: Uh, okay. Huh.
0: So I feel like in the first half too, like he was probably tapping into what he felt for his wife for 14 years in real life. Like yeah. he was probably tapping into that somewhat too. You know what I mean? Like he obviously loved her. It ended abruptly. He was upset and sad and angry about the, the separation or the divorce or whatnot. So
1: yeah, <clears throat> that's interesting. Um, there's like a few like kind of confusing things, like sequences in this movie. And the first one is the uh, the I think it's a baby deer that Mandy's like dreaming yeah. about. Like, was that a baby yeah. deer? Is that what he got out of it?
0: Yeah, it was a baby
1: deer. OK, that's what I thought, too. Yeah.
0: I read online that that was supposed to um, be like a metaphor for the death of innocence.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Because like Mandy's a super like she's an innocent person. And then she like right after that, she tells the story to Red about how her father, whenever she was kids, like mm-hmm. killed a bunch of baby sparlings or starlings. Sorry. Like yeah. birds. Yeah. So kind of all came around into that where it's like the death of innocence.
1: Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. And then this, I think this shot goes into her like walking to work but like just the way they like they do it i don't know it's like so cool mm-hmm. it, yeah, goes, she's like... Walk... yeah go ahead no
0: you go ahead i was just gonna
1: say like it goes from her in the dream like waking up and then it's like this like cloudy like redness and then she like slowly comes out of it and then she just like walking to work
0: yeah yeah, and this is where we see Jeremiah and his cult for the first time. Like, they're driving down this road and she's walking to work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this whole scene, like, like you said, it's really cool. Like, because as they're driving by, like, the camera work kind of slows down a little bit too. And then, like, it does like a freeze frame on Mandy, like, right at the yeah. end of
1: this scene. Yeah, because it's like Jeremiah is like fixated on her. Yeah. And, uh, is, do you think this movie is like cut up into chapters because like at the beginning, it's like when it's Mandy in red, that's called like shadow mountains, I think. Yeah. And then at this point, whenever, <clears throat> after Jeremiah sees Mandy, it's, I think it's like children of the new dawn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see it being broken up into chapters. Cause then it shows like the Mandy title card, like fuck an hour and a half into the movie pretty much. Um, yeah. so I, I assumed that was almost like a chapter in itself too, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Cause she's always, she's always reading a book as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I kind of saw it as it being broken down into chapters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in any cult, there's always like someone or a leader named Jeremiah.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're trying to start a cult and your name's not Jeremiah, you might as well just give up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> or change your name.
1: Yeah. And uh so now it kind of introduces the rest of his like cult a bit. Um you meet Marlene who's I don't know if she's one of the first ladies that he kind of recruited maybe.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, but she's like, batched. everyone's crazy in this fucking cult. Like, she's trying to have sex with them and saying like, oh, I'm sorry, what did I do? And he's like, oh, everything you do is wrong. And then he's like, go get Brother Swan. And it's like, what the fuck kind of name is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's in the cult that you feel kind of sorry for his uh, sister lucy because she's young and like you can tell that she's new in the cult yeah and she's maybe maybe not there on her own free will
1: yeah i felt that's why uh i don't want to get too far ahead but whenever mandy gets killed that's why i was kind of surprised because i thought that mandy was kind of the replacement of her like the new person that he was fixated on
0: Well, I think that might've been his initial plan, but then whenever he, like after they kidnap her, they have her in that room and he's telling her like how he's a failed musician and he turned to like starting this following. I don't think he calls it a cult, but like this following. And then he flops dong in front of her and she starts (laughs) laughing and shit like that. So I think his plan was to have her be a replacement or just have her join this cult with them. But then yeah. because she made him feel stupid and insecure, he's just like, fuck you, bitch, you're
1: dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's I, that's what I thought out of this viewing as well. Um, but before that scene, uh, he gets, he has this thing called the horn of a which I don't know if it's, <coughs> Like, we know what it's used for, but it seems, yeah. like, much more, like, dark, like, I don't know, relic, I guess, maybe? Yeah. But pretty much they they use this to call the Black Skulls, who so we don't know is called the Black Skulls at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was funny, whatever uh, Jeremiah is like. Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll offer up the porker as well. It's like this, like new, like that <laughs> kid that's in the, in, yeah. in the cult.
0: <laughs> he almost looks like that kid from Trick or Treat.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the one scene whenever Marlene goes to the gas station where Mandy works, she was like asking like where she lives and stuff. Like I was kind of like I didn't get why Mandy kind of like told her where they lived.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, this is a new which, woman. Which, she's she's a stranger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it is, like, the 80s, so, like, you're not really aware of things happening like that, maybe. Yeah, that's true. And did you notice that uh, they live on Crystal Lake?
0: Yeah. Whenever she said that, I started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they get... Um, they blow they have the horn of abraxas and brother Swan is there and there's there's one guy in the front seat with him. I forget who his name is but he looked like Malachi from children of the corn
0: yeah he did
1: um, I can't and he's remember like what sitting his name there was. like waiting yeah I couldn't remember either but he's sitting there like waiting for them he's like rolling the window up and down you see <laughs> Uh swan like getting super annoyed by it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah swan's almost just as crazy as jeremiah is
1: oh definitely definitely yeah
0: like he he he's his right hand man for sure but like you can tell that like if anything were ever to happen to jeremiah he's fucking geared up and ready to take the lead
1: yeah um The first time you watch this, what and like the the black skulls pulled up, like what did you think like they were? Because like the one guy is like fucking like oozing out shit out of his mouth and shit like that. Like they don't look human at all.
0: Yeah, no, I kind of I kind of assumed that they were like I don't know some sort of entities of some sort, like whether they were demons or whatever spirits i don't mm-hmm. know because they blow that horn and then they come so you would assume that they have some sort of demonic presence i guess but you find out later on that it's not that at all
1: no and uh they really reminded me of a movie that i want i wanted to pick for a trivia but it's kind of like the same movie so i didn't but uh hobo with the shotgun oh yeah yeah, like, the kind of, like, demonic guys on the motorcycle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, now the the Black Skulls, they go with uh, the cult to Red in Mandy's house. And this one shot was so fucking cool. Like, I want that as my screenshot on my phone. <laughs> Whenever, like, the Black Skulls are just, like, standing in the woods and there's like just this white and red light and like the music is like going and it's just fucking badass
0: yeah that's what i mean like the cinematography in this movie just makes everything so much better like everything is like it's fucking expertly shot yeah yeah um we missed part two like whenever they first called the the black skulls, they give them like this jar and uh, it's like a goop almost. It's fuck. It looks disgusting, but we find out later on that it's like a jar of like some L- LSD liquid. And that's like, well, we'll get into it later on, but that's what it is. And then he, the leader of the black skulls, he drinks it. And then he's like more and He's blood for blood. And then that's whenever they offer yeah. the, the fat kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna bring up that later because uh, Red finds it later on, and it's like, what yeah. the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they so they go to the house, they capture Red or they capture Mandy, they knock Red out, and you see the Porker kid get like taken away by one of the the Black Skulls. Yeah. Um, so now we get the fucking epic naked music scene. <laughs> where Mandy Mandy gets some eye drops in her eyes which is fucking disgusting and then it's like fucking bug like stains her with some sort of venom I guess
0: yeah yeah that wasp is huge it's like the size of your finger
1: yeah it was massive
0: Marlene's like I like to call this the cherry on top
1: yeah <laughs> And, uh, so they're, like, all, like, lounging kind of in this room, and then, uh, Jeremiah gets up, and he puts on this record of himself, and, uh, yeah, he's just, like, going on this tangent about this higher power and stuff like that, and then he, like, takes his robe off, and he's just, like, butt naked, you see his fucking pecker, (laughs) And uh, and then Mandy's like, oh, is this you? And he's like, yeah. And then she just starts bursting out laughing. And then he starts getting pissed off and starts fucking masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't quite understand, like, well, the masturbation thing. I didn't understand that at all. Like, No. He's pissed off and he just starts jerking off in front of her. I don't think that's going to solve anything unless he's just trying to like, if he thinks that she's laughing at his dick size and he's trying to make it bigger in front of her. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he wasn't too happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. So then we get to the next scene. Um, uh, Red is tied up with barbed wire and they bring out this, Body bag, pretty much, of Mandy. And then they just fucking burn her. And I was like, the first time watching, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this guy was so fixated on having Mandy. Mm -hmm. He didn't really get to have his fun, I guess, whatever his fun is. Yeah. And then just killed her like it meant nothing.
0: I think that just goes to show, like, how big his ego is. Like if it doesn't matter who you are, if you don't follow him or if you don't believe in the message that he's trying to relay, he's just going to get rid of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then whenever, uh, I think it's brother Swan, um, that lights the match. He says, uh, the darker, the horror, the brighter, the flame. I didn't really understand that at first. Like maybe he's talking about her like hair color or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. This movie's full of metaphors and shit. Like, it's a movie that you really have to read into afterwards. I think.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So Mandy's dead. They stab Red, leave him there, and then uh, the I think one of the best, like, Nicolas Cage scenes is the bathroom scene. Remember, he like walks in with his fucking tidy whiteies and t-shirt, <laughs> just grabs like the vodka and just like chugging it and then just fucking goes nuts, just starts screaming and stuff like that. Like classic Nick Cage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is like the big turning point in his character in this movie. Like he goes from like a yeah. calm and serene kind of person to just like nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes to, uh, what's his name? Bill Duke.
0: Bill Duke's character, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gets a crossbow and kind of like asks him about uh, who these people are. And then Bill Duke is like, oh, they're the Black Skulls. They only come out at night, yada yada. And (laughs) the one scene, like Red starts making this sword. And I was like, where the <laughs> fuck did this come from? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like where did you get like, a smelter? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, it's a sick ass sword. But like, yeah, where did you get this? And how do you know how to make it? <laughs> like, so yeah, his plan is to pretty much go to the Black Skulls compound. He ends up shooting one of them. And then he crashes his car somehow. And he gets captured. Um, he's like captured by one and then he ends up killing one of them and like it's still confusing because like the one guy with like the white mask that he throws down the hole he's like oozing out this fucking like gunk
0: mm-hmm. I think like I'm gonna backtrack to that car crash because I found like that was probably the only stupid part of this movie Like, if you're hitting a person, your car's not going to do the complete fucking corkscrew in the air, I don't think.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so.
0: Like, it looked like he hit a ramp sideways and just went flying through Mm -hmm. the air. But, uh, yeah, that one that captures him and, like, nails his hand into the floorboard. And, uh, like, I don't know if they're just, like, so fucked up that they're just, like, drooling this shit out of their mouths or what it is but yeah, yeah. like you said that one's like oozing it's nasty now, yeah i found that mask looked like did you watch the scream tv show
1: yeah i watched the first season
0: like so you know what the mask looks like then
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: i found that this mask really looked like
1: that it did yeah um so yeah, then uh, Red escapes. He 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 encounters another uh, Black Skull who's just sitting there snorting a whole bunch of cocaine, watching some <laughs> old school porn, and uh, kind of has a little fight with him. He ends up killing him, and the guy like throws up or something all over his face. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> gross. And then Nick Cage just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he uh, he gets out of the compound. Um, like we said before, he shoots one of them in like the throat with the crossbow, and then the guy's like losing all this blood and like like gunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Before that, um, Nicky or Red finds the uh, that ooze shit in the jar, like sticks his finger in it, and then like puts on his mouth and just, like, gets, like, crazy eyes, like, hyped up, and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> and he finds a shard of glass inside the Coke, and he just pulls up this huge, like, Tony Montana <laughs> mountain of Coke and just shoves it right up his nose.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he has this, like, kind of fight with his last guy with his uh, giant ass sword, and uh, he ends up killing him, cutting his head off, and then lighting a cigarette with his head. and then another like little cut scene with like the mandy there's like a cartoon mandy and she's like i think she's with like a dead panther or something like that i don't know yeah um
0: yeah she's almost like caressing a dead animal
1: (laughs) yeah super weird (laughs) so now uh Red makes it to the cult's compound. I don't know if it was like at the same place like that. That was kind of confusing to me
0: mm-hmm. of
1: where he knew like the cult was.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, So yeah, he gets to I think we get to like a new kind of cult member we never saw before or he's like, like a doctor or something like that. I don't know, but that's Super the chemist. Part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: a, that's the guy that created all that LSD.
1: Okay, I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, and that's who Richard Drake is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, oh, yeah, he was in uh, Three from Hell as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of Rob Zombie's movies. If yeah. not all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there was, like, this random tiger there. Um, The tiger, like, leaves. And then did Red kill the chemist? I forget.
0: No, he didn't, which was surprising.
1: Yeah. So then he leaves. uh, The, like, Malachi-looking motherfucker is, like, cleaning the car. And he, like, just hawks the sword at him and right in the head (laughs) kills him. And... Oh yeah, I think before this we met. We forgot too that uh, Red set like a trap for a lower- for Brother Swan and Lucy, and like um, gave their van flat tires, and then just like shoved the sword into Swan's mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty
0: yeah. This joke. death was like it was a slow stab into his mouth.
1: Yeah, because like-, like Brother Swan. Sl- yeah, go
0: ahead. I was going to say like that axe that he has, it has like a knife a knife tip on the the handle of it like at the end of it. And that's what he uses to slowly kill him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz like he goes to talk and then red like puts it in his mouth but doesn't like put it all the way in and mm-hmm. then just like slowly goes into his mouth. And then he lets yeah. Lucy go as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz Swan was saying like oh she burns so bright or something like that. So it's going back to what he was saying at the, like at the start of all this.
1: Yeah. 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 So now red sees, um, kind of like the, the brute strength guy of the, of the cult who, uh, kind of reminded me of, uh, the redneck from Harold and Kumar.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I see it.
1: Yeah, I thought this scene was so funny. Whenever Red has like the chainsaw, and the guy's like, "Okay, yeah," like pulls out his chainsaw. But you don't see the whole thing, <laughs> and it just it just keeps coming and coming. It's like four feet long.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking huge.
1: Yeah, and then of course Red still ends up winning and just fucking kills the guy with the chainsaw. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. After he finally got it started.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so now Red is into the uh kind of uh main area where the rest of the cult, the cult is. Uh so Marlene sees him and tries to seduce him with her uh gentle loving <laughs> <laughs> and then uh uh Jeremiah's like in this room thing and kind of like I don't know if he's praying, but then red like throws Marlene's head in there and Jeremiah's like going on a huge rant. Like, Oh fuck you. Who do you think you are? Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then he just turns on a dime, like stop of fingers. So he's just like, I'll suck your fucking dick, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just turns into like a full blown crackhead.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, because at this point, like, I think he knows, like, I'm fucked and I'm just going to try everything I can to to stay alive.
1: Yeah, he was just reaching for straws at this point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some big old Nick Cage uh, straw.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, uh, Red pretty much grabs his head and just squishes it until his eyes pop out, which... I don't think that's possible for his character, but I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm not going to, not going to complain here.
0: It was a really cool kill, like regardless of if it was like, if it's possible or not. And he, he also has a sick line too, because sand is going on, like Jeremiah is going on about how he's protected <laughs> by God and red won't be able to hurt him and blah, blah, blah. And then right before Red like completely squishes his head, he's like, I'm your God now. And just like crunch. Yeah. It's like so badass.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was going to be one of my trivia questions, but I was like, no, that's way too easy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, when he did it too, like he, it kind of looked like he like orgasmed. I don't know. It was weird. Like he just like, I don't have like this like sigh of relief, but just like kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah. And then we get the uh, epic shot of. Uh, was that the end? Yeah, whenever Red is driving away. Or is that Mandy, a different scene?
0: And Mandy's in the car with him?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the this scene, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's driving, and then like Mandy's beside him, and he just looks over, and he's got the fucking craziest look on his face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then, um, like, they just drive yeah. away, and it's, like, the world's all fucked up. Like, he's burning the church down, and the credits yeah. just roll with, like, no music. It's all just silent. Yeah. I, I think there cool. was, like,
1: like two or three planets that were there as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucking weird. Big acid trip.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the way the blood splatters...
0: Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's so much of this movie to unpack. It's really hard to like talk yeah. about it all because, like, there, like I said before, like it's such a metaphorical movie. Like, it's it's almost yeah, like reading the yeah. it's like reading the Great Gatsby in grade ten English or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying, yeah. to, trying to unpack every single metaphor that's in it, it's nearly impossible. But it's a movie that, like, I want to watch over and over again because there's stuff that you're going to pick up on and stuff that you're going to learn every time you rewatch it, I
1: think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: <clears throat> All right. Who wants to start with the reviews?
1: Uh, I guess I'll start.
0: All right. All
1: right. So I gave my story a 6 out of 10. Um... For the basis of it, it's like a pretty typical revenge movie, but um, they do sprinkle in some different things throughout it. Uh, A lot of cool characters, whether you hated hated them or loved them. And I thought the script was really great. Like funny and just, like you said, like metaphorical, just like a lot to unpack in the Mm -hmm. story of the movie. And I think, which with each watch, I think you'll unpack more and more. And I think this score will raise for me the more I watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And quality, I gave a eight out of ten. Just a really fun movie. Um, The cinematography is like is like some of the best I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Like this director is like he's only done one other thing, and like. Like I put him then in, in the same realm as like Robert Eggers and like uh, fuck our boy uh, Ari Aster. Like just the way they shoot movies is just like new generation is just amazing. I'm like looking forward, really looking forward to what they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Excuse me.
1: Um, the colors like throughout the movie are really like cool. Um, the acting I thought was really well done, like from everybody. Um, and then the score was, I thought, really, really great as well. Yeah. So yeah, 6 out of 10 and 8 out of 10. All right, cool.
0: Uh, I gave my story an 8 out of 10. Uh, I said okay. the, the first half was slow, but it really helps the viewers understand how much Red and Mandy like mean to each other. Like I've already talked about it, but like they live in seclusion. They have very minimal material things like a single Mm. old TV, lots of books and art supplies. Like that's their entertainment basically. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: And when the two of them aren't working, they're spending all their time together doing things with each other and just being like fully focused on each other and their relationship. Uh, Mm. Like you see them having deep conversations about past and present and future. And even after all these years of being together, like, they're still finding out new things about each other. Like red didn't know the story about the starlings and like yeah. that part of Mandy's childhood. Um, So all that leads up to whenever Mandy gets kidnapped and killed, you really feel red's pain because like she's all he knows and she's just been taken away from him. Um, yeah. Like I also said, like they aren't just a typical married couple that you'd see in a Hollywood movie. Like there's, yeah. Raw. There's raw emotion in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, my quality, I gave it a 10 out of 10.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> I said this movie is absolute perfection in terms of quality. The cinematography is like almost unmatched with color filters and camera angles and everything that they do with the camera. Uh, the whole movie feels like an acid trip, which mm-hmm. is exactly what it's supposed to make you feel. Um, yeah. I like... I like how they incorporated some of the animated sequences. Um, And I also mentioned the colors changing with the moods of the film. Uh, Nick Cage's acting is probably the best he's ever done. Um, And I also mentioned about his marriage thing, but I've already talked about that. Uh, The score is amazing. The only thing I wish with the score is if like, like I feel like this could easily be like a heavy metal movie too. Like whenever he's like going on a killing spree, like just have a heavy metal score going on in the background i feel like that would be pretty sweet um but there's some awesome kills great gore uh there's a lot of super minor details that i picked up on on watching this one like after he takes the cocaine and the lsd drink he like they do a close-up of his eyes i think it's whenever he's with jeremiah they do a close-up with his eyes and his pupils are like fucking huge like he's actually on like he's high on coke yeah <laughs> like and like i was thinking to myself i'm like i wonder how they managed to do that because like they're in a brightly lit room so normally your pupils will be small in that instance but his mm-hmm. are like fucking the size of dimes in his eyes so i just huh. like I, it's a super minor detail but i just picked up on it and i thought it was really cool that they thought of doing that yeah like, like, actually make him look like he's fucked up. Um, but yeah, story 8 out of 10. Quality 10 out of 10. Damn. Needless to say, I fucking love this movie.
1: <laughs> Apparently.
0: All right, now that you know our scores, let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. All right, Brooke, the critics' consensus... Mandy's gonzo violence is fueled by a gripping performance by Nicolas Cage and anchored with palpable emotion conveyed between his volcanic outbursts. So what do you think those critics scored it?
1: I'm going to go 90%. God
0: damn it. I'm really starting to think you're cheating here.
1: I'm not. I swear <laughs> to
0: God. It was a 91%. Okay. On
1: 243
0: ratings. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience score is a very surprising 66% on 4,300 ratings.
1: I can see that. I think this is definitely a critics movie. It
0: is, but I feel like like a lot of people that I've talked to love it. Like Kevin from yeah, It's a War sure. Podcast, it's like his favorite movie of all time.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely low for sure.
0: Like I figured both would be like an eighty at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. But oh
0: well. You ready to head over to the scare section? Yes, sir. Okay, what did you give it for a scare rating?
1: So I gave it a 3 out of 10. Um, there's like some really gross and disturbing scenes like like some of the kills and then like some of like the the characters like the the black skulls like just the way they like look and act is like disturbing as fuck. And like the whole cult thing is like a real fan like that you know it was actually a real thing that you know yeah. still present today so yeah. um yeah three out of ten for me uh in my scariest scene i went with uh the uh the porn guy scene <laughs> okay <laughs> whatever uh red kills him and he just fucking spews all this gross puke and gunk all over him like And then Red just starts laughing hysterically and then fucking takes a bump of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) And then would I survive? I put no. Um, I think I would survive the cult, but I definitely wouldn't survive the black skulls.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah. How about you? I give my scare rating a 2 out of 10. I said it's not really that scary, but like there's definitely some creepy scenes with the black skulls, and some of the some of the kills are super brutal, so it kind of like adds to a gore factor to it. But yeah, overall, mm-hmm. it's not very scary at all. Um, my scariest scene, and I was gonna bring it up while we were talking about the movie, but I said fuck it, I'll leave it for this. Um, the okay. fucking cheddar, go- the fucking cheddar goblin commercial, man. like when red goes back to their house and he's watching that commercial i was like what the fuck is this it's basically like it's basically like a commercial for craft dinner but there's like this creepy ass goblin and he it eats it (laughs) and then it
1: pukes it all up over top of these kids heads oh that's hilarious (laughs) yeah that was one of my questions that's why i didn't bring it up
0: Ah. I'm ruining it for that's you.
1: That's not good. No, that's <laughs> not good. I got lots. I got lots. All right. Uh,
0: that's and what, would, would I survive. I said, I don't think so. Um, cage channeled his inner warlord and fought like an absolute fucking maniac. And I don't think I could do it. Like, like, you, yeah, I agree yeah, with what did. you said though. I like, I think I could take on the cult, but definitely not the black skulls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they would fuck me up. <laughs>
0: All right, it's time for Captain Spaulding's trivia of monsters and madmen to determine who's going to pick aw. next week's movie. <laughs> Howdy, folks. You like blood, violence, and freaks of nature? Well, then, come on down to Captain
1: Spaulding's museum of monsters and madmen. Uh, yeah, see the alligator boy ride my famous murder ride Most of all don't forget to
0: take home some of my tasty fried chicken Ha-ha! it just tasted damn good hell yeah all right do you want to lay the first question on me
1: well do you want to say what movies we're putting up first or what oh, yeah. true true all right, what are you putting up? <laughs> All right, so movie I had like five movies I wanted to pick, um, and then I finally landed on one. Uh so I am putting up Night of the Creeps.
0: Oh nice. Yeah. All right, sweet. Um I'm putting up a fun one. Uh I was looking at my movie list and I really want to watch it and talk about it uh i'm putting up maximum overdrive <laughs> yes
1: <laughs>
0: i know you just watched it like last year but i That's think it will be a fun no I like it's uh fun to talk about.
1: yeah and like i wanted to put up a fun one too and like i was looking up kind of like horror comedies and i saw uh i think night of the demons but then i like was looking further and i was like oh let's pick night of the creeps
0: nice i dig it yeah yeah all right
1: all right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, what is Red's crossbow name? Oh, fuck.
0: I should have wrote that down. That's a good good trivia question. Uh, I'm just going to Lady Red.
1: No. Reaper.
0: I, I Reaper, right. Jesus. It's an easy one. <laughs> All right. What real life person was Jeremiah loosely based off of?
1: Uh, fuck, that's what I was talking about at the beginning too, wasn't it? Fuck. <laughs> uh, I got I got no answer for that. Fuck.
0: Charles Manson. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if he was like loosely based off it, but like they have a lot of similarities. Like Manson was a failed musician; uh, he obviously led a cult, um, shit Fuck. like that. Yeah.
1: Damn, I should have guessed that. That would be like my only guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn. All right. Uh, all right. Your second question: What is Mandy's favorite planet? Saturn, and that is Red's favorite planet. Ah, fuck! I knew it was
0: brought up. Mandy's,
1: yeah, Mandy's was Jupiter.
0: Right. Okay. All right. Well, with that question, what does Red yeah. jokingly say his favorite planet is?
1: Galactus.
0: <laughs> okay, I had a feeling you'd get that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're beating me one. All right.
1: All right. Um, What did the starlings eat when Mandy was little?
0: Uh, The cherries from the cherry tree.
1: Yes, sir.
0: All right. One for one. Tied up. What are we doing? Like best of three here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll do best. Well, if if I get it right then you'll have a chance to tie it up.
0: All right, cool. Uh what metal band or sorry, what metal band's logo was Red's Weapon paying an homage to? The Ax, like the the axe. Yeah. Has. Yeah. Um
1: hmm. Black Sabbath?
0: Nope. Celtic Frost.
1: When I gotten that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I got to look for another question because I just gave away the answer to one of my questions. Uh, what is the number that is on Red's shirt as he's uh, going through the compound?
0: 44.
1: All right. My man, it's
0: my, f- it's my favorite fucking shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, fuck you. You win two in a row.
0: <laughs> Do you want my last question for you? Yeah. All right. List all the ways that Red kills the Black Skulls.
1: Um. Uh... He kicks one down the uh, the hole.
0: False. That one actually didn't die. Oh, really? That one came back. back. Did
1: it?
0: And he and he snapped that one's
1: neck. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Either that or damn. they were
0: they were two different people and they were wearing the same mask. Anyways. Uh,
1: yeah. One. Of, my other questions were, what was the goblin called in uh, the commercial? Fucking uh, cheddar you goblin. paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of them was, I gave away the answer, because it was, uh, what band shirt was Manny wearing on her way to work? And it was oh, a black, black Sabbath shirt. Yeah, that's why I went with the black Sabbath, because I was like, oh, maybe there's a connection there.
0: I probably wouldn't have even gotten that one. Like, I probably wouldn't have even clued right. into that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are watching Maximum Overdrive.
0: Yeah. I think that'll be a fun one right. to talk about.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. All
0: right, so that concludes the episode. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram at A Podcast on Elm Street. If you click the links in our bio, you'll find uh, our Patreon page and our T Public page uh, where we have merch. Mm-hmm. And if you join our Patreon, you get exclusive bonuses that uh that's only for our patrons um we're on facebook uh we've joined discord we haven't really done anything on there yet we're still trying to learn the ropes of everything that's on there and uh i don't know is there anything else
1: (laughs) Uh, I think that's pretty much
0: it. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, if you guys want to get a promo in at the beginning of our episode, like the homies of horror got for this one, uh, send us a DM, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get it worked out. We have we have a few lined up now, but uh, we're always looking for more. We need quite a lot if we're gonna <laughs> make it last for this whole yeah. season. So, just fire them our yeah. way. Yes, sir. All right, that's it. And I guess we'll sit down and talk about Maximum Overdrive next week.
1: Looking forward to it. Talk to you later, guys. (laughs) See you later.